When was the last time anybody even bothered to mention the ship? Hard to kill? Yeah. We reformed the old Bullet Club. Oh, I see three of them. It must be Thursday. Welcome to the show. This is Max Wrestling episode 301. This is your world champion and two-time predictions champion, Captain Two Bell speaking, along with the podcast machine, Mike Larkin and Travis the Walker Anderson. First week is world champ. Hell yeah! Congratulations. Well, I mean, I didn't. I didn't really do anything. It was kind of awarded to me. But thank you. <laughs> hey, you say you didn't do anything. But that's why you're the world champion, because you do everything week after week. This yep. is true. I'm still waiting for my invite to Impact. <laughs> but they got enough world champions running around. Uh, hopefully, Moses will be joining us very soon. Um, otherwise, he's going to miss out on TLC predictions, which is always fun. And we're also announcing some of the Maxi's results for the matches that you're going to see. Uh, we're going to skip... Recap the smack this week because, of course, uh, we're going to be predicting CLC and no doubt they're going to add about two matches on tomorrow's SmackDown, so it's going to be a waste of time. But, uh, seeing as we're also predicting a pay-per-view, we're going to once again bring back a segment from last week. So hold your breath, people, because we're going in raw. Please don't make me talk about the Nightmare Before TLC segment. <clears throat> anyway, AJ Styles took on Sheamus, and when Omos prevents AJ from going through a table, we go straight to a break. Styles then folds Sheamus up after a chop block off the second rope, and after the match, AJ assaults Sheamus with a steel chair. Her business defeat Jeff Hardy, Xavier Woods, Xavier and Kofi, as Jeff tapped out to Lashley, <clears throat> followed by Lana getting a win over Nia Jax with a double foot stomp, and what was basically a cunnilingus pin. Backstage, Shayna attacks Asuka, and back in the ring, Nia attacks Lana. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Jackson Racist, sorry, Riker, made his Raw debut alongside Elias as Truth interrupts to apologize for interrupting, leading to a 24-7 chase to also interrupt. The Miz and John Morrison defeat Keith Lee in a tornado handicap with another chop block and a double pin, Bray Wyatt told a couple of corny jokes about it. Owen being a snake. Corn. Snake. Get it. 
Retribution finally gain a win as Ricochet falls short to Dio. Dio. AKA Mace. While searching for Randy Orton, Bray runs into Matt Riddle, who ends up getting Ramblin' Rabbit to autograph a carrot. And something tells me it's not the first time Matt Riddle has met a talking rabbit. Dana Brooke gets a DQ win over Shayna after Nia Jax attacks very quickly into the match, leading to a save from the returning Dana Brooke, uh, sorry, Mandy Rose and Asuka. Our truth then mistakes Huskus the pig boy for Bray Wyatt's son. Before Bray finally tracks down and brawls with Randy Orton before being locked in a trunk and set on fire, only to emerge as the fiend and put down Orton with a mandible claw. Matt Riddle then squashed MVP, and following that, the final segment was, of course, the ascension ceremony between Drew McIntyre and AJ Styles, in which Drew McIntyre got the shit kicked out of him by AJ Miz and Morrison. And that was Raw. Deal! It's a deal! Daylight Coleman, <laughs> we want to go home. Put on some Beetlejuice, man. Obviously, we've um, a lot of people are expecting Ricochet to join Retribution, which is um, what they believe to be the end game of this rivalry. I can only imagine when they're going to rename Ricochet, probably bounce back. Oh, God, <laughs> I don't care about this damn view, man. I really don't. Also, man, I was going to tell you something. When you were talking about Mandy Rose... Dana Brooke with Asuka and the whole night. How upset are you going to be if it's not even Mandy Rose who's going to be the tag partner? It's going to be probably Charlotte Flair coming back. I will have a bucket ready. Yeah, man. I don't even tell you right now. I'm not going to (laughs) care. Well, because you just want Lana? No, because I don't watch that shit. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so TLC predictions. Um, so far, we have six matches. Like I said, they'll no doubt add a match or two on SmackDown or probably even after SmackDown because they like to fuck with us. But I digress. The card currently begins with... Let's go Hurt Business versus Kofi and, and Xavier for the Tag Team Championships. It's got to be the Hurt Business this time, surely. Yeah, to say they finally take it. Let's go Cedric and Shelton. Yeah. Travis? Uh, Not that you're going to watch conflicted. anyway. <laughs> well, no, but since I didn't even get an opportunity to try last week, I'm going to try this week. Uh, but... I'm gonna. I guess I'm gonna hurt business, but I honestly think it could go either way because they really they call them the hurt business, but nobody's even scared of them. Yeah, well, it doesn't help they keep losing to the new day. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, we saw a match on SmackDown this past Friday, but we're gonna have the title match anyway at CLC. Sasha Banks defending against Carmella. Uh, I gotta say, Sasha takes, and then this continues into the new year. Mm-hmm. Carmella. Okay. I mean, Sasha's already broken a record for her longest reign, so. <laughs> True. Well, with uh, Snoop Dogg being on. Uh, oh shoot! Yeah. AEW. So they're probably gonna be like, "Well, fuck you and your cousin," or <laughs> however they're related. <laughs> 
it, it does seem kind of strange that they would repackage Caramella like this and after teasing it for, oh man, what was it, almost a month? Yep. Um, Just to job her out to Sasha twice, so... Ugh. I mean, originally I did put Sasha, but I'm having second thoughts. Uh, you know what? Fuck it, I'll go Carmella. Sasha's Sash, had a cameo in The Mandalorian and everything now. You know, she doesn't need it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, okay, strangely, this is just a singles match. Uh, the Fiend versus Randy Orton. Fiend. Okay. Yeah. Alright, then I'm the only one going swerve and going Randy Orton. And you can hear a pin drop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I so hope I'm right now. Okay. Um, as we just mentioned, Asuka will not be teaming with Lana, seeing as she's now out for, I think they said four weeks, four to six weeks. Yeah, three to four weeks. Yeah. Um, it could just possibly... What happened? <laughs> like, why, why is she out? Um, well, Naya kind of jumped on her arm a couple of times. <laughs> And her leg. Yeah. Yeah, that'll do it. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> oh, no, they they really did, like, bend her like a pretzel. Oh, God. Uh, okay, so, yeah, it could be Dana Brooke or it could be um, Mandy Rose, or rumors suggest it could be everybody's favorite over-pushed women, Charlotte Flair. Uh, I gotta say, it's gonna probably be Charlotte because the last time we saw her, Nia Jax took her out, so it makes sense for her to finally get the revenge. So I'm gonna say Asuka and Charlotte win the tag titles. I, I don't see them as a tag team, though. Uh, I can kind of buy I mean, Lana and Asuka because Asuka can be kind of goofy. Well, or if they want to do something, they could have Kyrie come back for the one-time deal. Oh, that'd be sweet. I doubt that will happen. Yeah. I doubt it too, but it would be cool. Yeah, uh, I mean, I thought the same thing, but I highly doubt that'll happen. Um, you said this is for the women's tag titles. Yes, uh, I'll go retain. Okay, uh, Mike, you're going for new champs. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of hoping it stays kind of predictable, and they go with like uh, Mandy Rose. So I'm going new champs. Um, okay, that brings us to the two world title matches. We'll do, first of all, seen as it's... Oh, they're both CLC matches, okay. <laughs> so, uh, Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens kind of seems a little bit more predictable than the other one, so Roman. Roman. Yep. Yeah. Um, now, some people believe Drew McIntyre's being blamed by Vince for Raw hitting an all... Like, once again, it seems to happen every week, an all-time lowest rating. Uh, so he's going to be switching the title to AJ, but I'm going to Go McIntyre to retain. AJ. Okay, new champ, Mike. I'm gonna say Drew retains. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, even though it's a TLC match and AJ's got the help of Miz and Morrison and Omos. Now, the other question, of course, we have to ask is: Will there be a cash in? I mean, it's ten years later. I mean, almost to the day. So, I mean. You have Drew take the beating, and then all of a sudden, here comes Miz. Skull Crusher finale, one, two, three. That'd be something. Yeah. I'd be okay with that. 
But I'm still going AJ. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you could still cash in on AJ. I wanna. If it happens, that's probably what will happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, that's a full set done until, of course, they add like a random, probably cruise. No, it won't be cruise because that's NXT now. Probably a 24-7 title match on the kickoff show. I mean, you can tell how confused we are about this pay-per-view. And I, I'll be honest with you, man. It's terrible because it's five days before Christmas when they put this out. We're all just kind of like, meh. Yeah, that's WWE for you nowadays. Yeah. It's all just meh. And again, you know, it's, it's, there's only two TLC matches on the card. I mean, you'd, you'd expect them to at least make the women's title match a table match. Nope. Yeah. Do that. Dumbass. Chair match. There's so many possibilities they could have done. Yeah, I'm like have a have a twenty four seven in a battle royal ladder match. That'll be fun. <laughs> and you've got somebody as vicious as Randy Orton and the Fiend, and they've just got a straight singles match. Yeah. yeah. Or that you know what they could do that like you said swerve at Orton winning, even though I'm still going Fiend. They could do something where Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss get involved. Yeah. Uh, well, Alexa's more definitely likely to get involved. Well, I could also see them maybe down the line doing Randy Orton and Nikki Cross against Bray and Alexa just because of the whole thing with Nikki, too. Yeah. Oh, although I really can't picture Randy and Nikki side by side. Alexa! Alexa! All right, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you like and subscribe. If you're watching on Facebook, like and share. And whatever podcast platform you may be listening to, don't forget to follow or subscribe right now and take it to the max every single week. Before we brace for impact, brace for horror, as this Saturday, Hollywood Curtis returns for a one-off special. Take a look. Wrestling Podcast is about all wrestling, WWE, Impact, and AEW. And we got promos. I love to entertain all of you. I've said it time after time again that I am the most passionate person when it comes to these promos. I am the one that makes your blood boil. We got trivia. Who portrayed the fake Undertaker at SummerSlam 1994? That'd be uh, Brian Lee. Mark Kapani is the real name of what former WWE superstar? I believe that's Muhammad Hassan. So join us every Thursday on the Mac Wrestling Podcast and take it to the Max. Go to MacWrestlingUK.Weebly.com for more information. Hey, this is the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. Hey, this is Tommy Dreamer, and you're listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. Hey, welcome to the Madhouse. And don't forget to subscribe on youtube.com slash Wrestling.
This is the pretty badass Kelly Klein telling you to turn it to 11 and take it to the max. Hey, this is Tommy Dreamer, and you're listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast, giving you all your wrestling information to the extreme. Impact in three, two, one. Kenny Omega did a lot more this week, so hopefully it shut everybody up, but we'll get to that. So we kicked off Impact um, with a women's match. Despite Alicia being all over her for most of the match, Tennille gets the win with a spotlight kick uh, before Sammy Callahan sends a message to Eddie Edwards. Now, wh- when was when was the baseball bat incident, Mike? The uh, the original one? Or yeah, yeah like the original the... one. Oh, two years ago. Ah, so we're bringing this rivalry back after two years for some yep. reason. <clears throat> Reasons. For reasons, yes. And this time we've got uh, Ken Shamrock involved, although he's under suspension right now. Uh, you know, I, I just want to see Eddie finally get the win on Shamrock and just beat Callahan. I'm just mm-hmm. kind of like, eh, with the whole thing, because we've seen it before. It was weird as well, because a few months ago we were all, oh yeah, Sam Callahan's winning is over. <laughs> now it's just like, whatever, man. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate him anymore, but it's just like, eh. Yeah, and and it's also a stance like when I look at Alicia Edwards, I, I don't care. No, and I still, Same I don't care. care. Yeah, <sighs> thank you. So, somebody really needs to teach her some acting. All right, Alicia. I was completely disappointed out of all of them after Saturday. I watched the uh, final resolution or whatever, and. My God, I was so damn disappointed. I was disappointed in Caleb with the K. <laughs> that pissed me off so bad. I, I've been waiting for him to get back in the damn ring. And that's the shit that he does. Yeah, I'm the, not uh, happy with him. He is so, he's so damn phenomenal, too. But yet, he had to do that. Yep. It bothers the hell out of me. Like like you said, fear the revival. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, now the Motor City Machine Guns piss off Carl Anderson, which kind of sets off a chain reaction of events for the evening. As um, <clears throat> Kenny Omega urges him to deal with them, uh, he runs into Rich Swan, and Swan is like, I, "You want to deal with them because of what they said, or because Kenny said so?" Uh, meanwhile, I'm loving. I'm I'm loving this entire thing with Kenny Omega. Yeah, it's it's like the best thing in wrestling today. It's crazy. Impact is making the most headlines out of <laughs> four shows of the week. Yeah. Uh, I mean, meanwhile, Moose isn't happy that everyone's talking about Kenny, uh, and he also taunts Willie Mack, and they end up booking an I Quit match for I think it was Hard to Kill. Yep. Not for next week or anything like that. <clears throat> I thought it was that uh the other I was, paper. Oh, was it the 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 Christmas one? Oh, Genesis. Uh, yeah, Genesis. We're so lost with all these Impact specials. Some of them are pay per view. Some of them are on Impact Plus. Genesis. Yeah. Well, Genesis used to be an actual pay per view. Yeah. Pay-per-view. Yeah. Well, I mean, so did Final Resolution. That is true. 
I believe it was this week, actually, in 2006, when Sting returned at Final Resolution to team with Christian Cage. Hell yeah. That was the flashback of the week? Yes, it was. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Wow, 14 years ago. Nuts. Um, Chris Bay and Rohit Raju hatch a plan to unmask uh, Manic, TJP. But Rohit accidentally hits Bay, allowing Manic to win by DQ, which also puts Bay in line for a title shot. So, I mean, did the plan backfire or was it just what Chris Bay wanted? It's exactly what Chris Bay wanted. Yeah, I mean, if we remember it, Rohit screwed him over when Chris Bay was X Division champion. Yep. Yeah, I got your back and then I'll steal the belt. You know what Chris Bay needs? (laughs) He needs, I forgot the word. Ah. All he really needs is one shot. No, not not that. The word you uh, came up with that we didn't know what the hell you were talking about. Oh, the chutzpah? That's the one. <laughs> Chris Bay needs the chutzpah. Needs the chutzpah. <laughs> um, probably Travis's favorite point of the show, Kiera and Tasha advance against Rosemary and Tyre after Deanna and Kimberly attack Rosemary. So that, I think, puts Kiara and Tasha in the final for the women's knockout. They're the first in line. Right, uh, The yeah. other bracket's not uh, official yet, is it? Well, they're going to go against Havoc and Nevaeh, I believe. Oh, so Havoc and Nevaeh did yes. advance. Yeah. Because yeah. I no no because they got to go up against um uh, da, 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 jazz. Oh yeah, and and jazz. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, but you know I actually think Kiara and Tasha are the favorites. They may not they may not look it on paper, but well, if you want a dominant heel tag team with flash and pizzazz and dare I say finesse. What you do is you'd have Jordan and Jazz somehow get the dub, and then you have Kiara and Tasha beat them to win it. Yep. So yeah, kind of like they're, what they're with be the iconic first tag. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brian Myers got a win over Josh Alexander by DQ when Ethan Page attacks Brian Myers as the Karate what, what Man. What the hell? What the hell's up with Ethan Page? I, I, that was my exact what the fuck <laughs> what the hell was that exactly that <clears throat> um, and you know Josh didn't really help he was like that's, that's the karate man as if we all supposed to know who the fuck the karate man is yeah I, I, lord knows I didn't And from the way Josh was talking he's got a couple more personalities in his arsenal yeah it seemed, well, as, it seemed as no surprise to Josh he was like oh wait look he's back wait who <laughs> kind of reminds me. He had a of, split personality. It kind of reminded me of like Keenan and Kel for a second. When Kel was dressed up, and the Alpha D goes, "I'm a karate man," and I'm like, it reminded me of Keenan and Kel for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> the '90s references just keep on coming. Hell to the yeah. <laughs> anyway, we'll uh, I guess address that down the line. It looks like there's dissension in the ranks between the North, and of course, we're still. Not sure where Ethan Page is going to end up. I'm thinking well, not just them. That's like that's not the only tag team that's <laughs> looking like they're splitting up. The Deaners. Yeah, there was 
vignettes throughout the episode of Eric Young kind of not not really interrogating but kind of just uh interviewing lecturing Cody. Yeah. Oh it's like a like a weird ass prison cult job yeah. interview. The only the only problem is is Cody doesn't um, look like a film star. So <laughs> we've got Woody Harrelson and Mickey Rock. Who the hell's Cody Dino look like? Like Tom, Charles Tom Cruise with long hair. <laughs> Charles Manson, he looks like a madman. <laughs> well, I mean, Cody Dino makes sense because, like I said, he tells the story of him and Eric Young traveling up and down the road. And we have Cody Dino, who when he first came in back all the way in like 09, when he was with ODB, he's always been like a comedy character. So yeah. now we get to be serious. They took her beer. Took your beer. Yep. So yeah, that that's uh. Well, we get some seriousness, and actually, as we all can see, Cody's not a bad wrestler. I mean, no. he was a part of GFW briefly with Jeff Jarrett and all them. Nah, nobody remembers GFW. Nobody. Uh, <laughs> only because they were always around in North Carolina. Oh wow. Yeah. In in the grand scheme of things, GFW was kind of like the original XFL of wrestling. That is true. Ugh. Well, hey, look at what GFW gave us, though. Well, it 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 eliminated maximum pro wrestling. Well, no, they also, it also gave us Killer Cross for the first time. <laughs> this is this right. is true. It it didn't give us the Bullet Club, however. That it did not. Uh, however, Carl, that's a very nice segue. Carl Anderson and Chris Sabin went one on one in the main event. Uh, sorry. Uh, yes, went one on one in the main event. Carl cheated a little bit by pulling up the tights and was confronted by Richard Swan, who really wasn't happy about him cheating backstage. And Carl just decked him with a right hand. Very quickly followed by both the guns uh, before Luke Gallows made his return uh, to attack the guns. And then Kenny Omega just blindsides Richard Swan with a wet floor sign. Or as I like to call him, a don't fall over sign. Uh, and, yeah, we've basically got our six-man tag main event for Hard to Kill. It's a Bullet Club reunion featuring Kenny Omega. Uh, so when is Genesis and when is Hard to Kill? Hard to Kill is like January 5th, right? Yeah, and then Saturday, January 6th, my mommy's birthday is uh, Hard to Kill. Oh, the 6th. So when's Six. Genesis? Uh, I, I think That's I completely it. missed Genesis being announced. Well, I yeah, don't know when. There, there were like two, two matches announced this week. One was for one show, and one was for the other. It's very nice. Uh, oh, December twelfth was final resolution. It was announced Genesis would be revived as a monthly special on January 9th. Yep. Then the sixteenth is um is uh final resolution. No, I'm sorry. It's um, hard to kill. Yeah, the only thing so that they So we got an impact special, and then a week later we got a pay per view. Yeah, the yeah. only thing that they announced right now for um, Genesis is Willie Mack and Moose in the I Quit match. Yep. Okay. See, that, I, I'm so damn confused. You got to <laughs> think. I watched. I watched Final Resolution, this week's Impact, this week's AEW, and this week's NXT last night. Whoa. Damn. So. Yeah, and then, so you got Impact that announced, like, two matches for two separate events. Then 
AEW three events, NXT another event, like two more events, and I'm like, I can't keep up with it. <laughs> yeah, it is tough well, to keep up with Impact schedule. I will say this: we are coming upon the one year anniversary. Hard to kill. You know what the one year anniversary is? That was Callahan and Tessa, wasn't it? Yeah, where Tessa won the title. Yeah. Yeah, I still think I she remember should have been on a bigger pay per view, but okay. Yeah, I remember us talking shit about oh, uh, hard to kill. Yes. Yeah, the joke was Impact really are hard to kill. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's right. <laughs> uh, well, it seems now. And look at them now. <laughs> yeah, it seems now the Bullet Club are hard to kill. Uh, there's been some criticism actually on on Kenny's delivery on that promo at the end of the show. It, it, I mean, obviously it was unscripted, and you could tell he was kind of making it up as he went along. Um, yeah, maybe maybe he should have rehearsed that segment a little bit more. I think they just kind of kept repeating "hard to kill." But anyway, uh, okay. Anybody caught Shockwave? Still, still nobody's watched Shockwave. No. Uh, it was a third episode this week. Um, May Valentine introduced the show with Aaron Stevens. The less I say about her, the better. Uh, you remember how bad um, Maria was when she was first brought in as an interviewer? Oh, Maria Canellis, yeah. Worse. That bad? Worse. I, I didn't know it could get worse. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Um, I looked her up and like, there's no wrestling background or anything. She's just a former model. So that explains it. What's her name again? Uh, May Valentine. How do you spell the May? Like May, the month of May? Uh, like May, M-A-E. Oh, that May. Okay. Well, let me look at this right now. <laughs> it's very Did nice. Anybody, anybody catch uh, Triple Mania? Uh, no, no, I mean, my, well, I saw that Kenny retained. Oh my god, that show was fucking fab- fabulous. It was fucking great. Was there a watch party uh, for that? Do what? Was there a watch party for that? Uh, no. No, I didn't think so. No, it was just uh, live on uh, YouTube. Oh, okay. Me and Moses kind of made a watch party out of it in, our, in the group chat, but... <laughs> Is Mae Valentine this blonde chick with tattoos? That's what Royce Isaacs? Yes. Oh. Okay. Yeah, clearly, clearly just starting out as an interviewer, so hopefully somebody gives us some pointers. Uh, but okay, first match, uh, Alison Kay got into a submission battle with Nicole Savoy. Savoy's appeared in the Mae Young Classic, and she was also actually Big Swole's partner in the AEW Women's Tag Team Cup as Little Swole. You know what? She's not a bad wrestler, and I hope she uh, gets an opportunity. No, she was she was very much uh, MMA in this match. Like there was a, early on in the match, she just kind of sat down and baited Allison into coming to try and get her into a hold. Yeah, she's done a lot of shimmer bouts, and I believe she's yeah. done some rise bouts as well. Yep, yep. Uh, and after almost ten minutes, Allison just kind of gets a sudden win out of nowhere, really. Uh, but yeah, good match. Now Pope teamed up with Watts. Very nice to see Pope again, um, as they took on Zicky Dice and Effie. Now what can the I, man. What can I say about Effie? 
Imagine David Arquette in fishnet tights. Hey, as long as you don't. <laughs> Although, he, he has tapped out Eddie Kingston in the past. Hey, man, as long as you give me Zicky Dice, I'm happy. <laughs> um, I well, didn't know Pope still wrestled. Well, I think this was his return. Um, oh. I don't know when the hell his last match was. Uh, but Watts cleans house at one point and hits a doomsday device with Pope, but Pope isn't the legal man, so they brawl for a little bit more. Effie and Dice take advantage uh, to attack, and Pope finally does get the win, only for Dice to attack him. And he was re- Pope was really upset about being jumped after the match. He found it so disrespectful, and he put so much emotion into his promo. You don't disrespect Pope Daddy. No, you don't. And main event was actually Aaron Stevens defending the NWA National Championship against Trevor Murdoch. So two familiar names to old school WWE fans. And Murdoch is the new national champion as he then thanks his family for, quote, putting up with his shit. I know those names, but I cannot for the... <laughs> Trevor Murdoch was tag team champion with Lance Cade back in like, the mid-2000s. Yeah. And he was with Jethro Holly. He was Jethro Holiday in TNA. Yeah. Uh, oh, Aaron okay. Stevens, of course, was Damien Sandow. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Uh, next week on Shockwave, we've got a rematch for the Women's World Championship between Fonda Rosa and Serena Deep. Thunder Rosa. Uh, who, of course, appeared on Dynamite again this week, which we'll get into in a moment. However... Voting is still open for the Maxis Awards 2020 Fatal Interaction. Uh, well, the awards section, anyway, where you can vote for wrestler, match, pay-per-view, and feud of the year, etc. You have one week left. Voting closes at midnight UK time on December 19th. Go to macdressinguk.weekly.com slash maxis2020 to cast your votes. However, voting for our matches is now closed. So let's announce the results and get ready for the full card. We already know Daniel, Crimmins and Travis will each have a mystery tag team partner for their promo exhibition. First ever tag team promo exhibition. Uh, That was chosen over two gimmicks each or five minutes each. So first up, um, the options for the Phoenix challenging Alex Dorio in a rematch for the Knowledge Championship were three rounds of classic trivia, 10 general knowledge questions or 10 undertaker questions and the winning option Mike the winning stipulation is 3 rounds of classic trivia classic uh, which may play to Phoenix's favour of course he does have more history with 3 round system ok now for the promo championship the options were the Phoenix Ted P. Dinero or Chris Maldonado. Travis, who's challenging Moses for the promo championship? The new number one contender is the Phoenix. So he's got two title matches at the Maxis, and it's also his first attempt at the promo championship against another long-time rival in Moses. Mm-hmm. Could be the rise of the Phoenix. Could be. And finally, the options for who will face the shape slash jester at Podcast Promo Rumble 6 which is now for the Max Wrestling World Championship uh, they were Cypher, 
Chris Durham or Daniel Crimmins. And the very fortunate soul getting that opportunity is Chris Durham. One of the fastest rising promo participants went straight to the promo bowl final and won. Well, won one of the free spots. <laughs> well, congratulations to Chris, man. He's going to do it up. I really can't wait to see what he does. Yeah. The land of opportunity is the Maxis. So there's your full lineup. Remember, you can still vote for the best and worst of 2020. I know 2020 has mostly been worse, but anyway, voting closes next week. And it's time for the longest part of the show as we enter the Wednesday Night War Zone. Okay, so both shows this week open with a tag match. And there was like no opening video, it was just straight to the match on both shows, it was weird. Uh, but I digress. NXT kicked off with Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory versus Kushida and Leon Ruff. And as Theory tags himself in without Ruff knowing and just k kicks his freaking head off, Austin Theory gets the win. How are we buying this new stable of the way so far? Nope. Nope. <laughs> I mean, I definitely don't like the name. And they just seem to be kind of all misfits. Like, I, I don't, don't like uh, dipshit, dude. Oh, I, can't, yeah. I, I don't care. Austin I don't Theory. care to learn this name. I mean, uh, that's the thing, too. I look at that punk biatch Austin Theory, and I'm like, I don't care. I still don't care about Austin Theory. You can put Austin Theory on my TV, and I still don't care about Austin Theory. I don't give a damn. I don't give a fuck, so no. Yeah, let's just refer to him as dipshit from now on. You know what the problem is, too, man? You could tell me he's got all the charisma, but he's got that smile. And quite frankly, man, we talk about Twitch and making you dick itch. I generally just get crabs from that. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'd rather do, man? I'd rather friggin' wipe my ass and get the dingleberries out than friggin' watch Austin Theory. You know what I'm saying? That's just some horse shit. Fuck him. <laughs> um, Champa went one-on-one -on -one with Tyler Rust. Um, Thatcher doesn't take long to arrive at ringside, but he also doesn't stay long either. And Champa leaves some serious welts on Rust's chest after the match. Oh yes, he did. Jeez, good lord! I mean, to the uh, I was, I was kind of worried about Thatcher too because he he his arm got caught up in that chair pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, and of course, Raph had to hold him back as he came back onto the stage. But during the break, I keep forgetting his new name in NXT, but Stokely Hathaway. What's his name? Oh, um, uh, which, oh, uh, friggin' what's-his-face. Oh, my God, that's going to piss me he's, off he's, now. He's just Stokely Hathaway to me. <laughs> no, I, that's the same thing with me, too. Um, Oh, uh, Malcolm Bibbins? Malcolm, Jesus. Wow. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Stokely hey, Hathaway uh, sounds so much cooler. He was, he was like the manager for Indushare. Yep. That is now going to the Indian brand. Yeah. I'm back to India. Uh, he obviously came out to, I guess, pitch his services to Tyler Rust. Uh, we'll see how that one goes, because we haven't really seen anything of Tyler Rust. He just kind of no, came out of really. uh, Meanwhile, oh man. Kyle O'Reilly versus Pete Dunn. By God. <laughs> oh, that was a hell of a match. 
Yeah, I I just knew it was over when Kyle dropped Pete on his fucking head. No, good man. lord. I kind of think that this was... should have traded places with the actual main event. No, I was fine with the main event. I loved the main event. This, this kind of felt it, more important it, though, and it was just a bomb burner. Yeah. I I don't I don't care where you place this match because as long as this match happened, I'm happy because mm. it was great. One of the great things about the match was before it even began, um, Killian Dane and yeah. Drake Maverick attacked Logan and Birch, and just all hell broke loose. And meanwhile, Kyle and Pete would just continue to stare each other down in the middle of the ring. And then the instant oh, referee called for the bell, they just went at each other. It was like complete mayhem, and had people in the ring jumping out of the ring and everything. And they not once did they break eye con no. eye contact. Brilliant. Uh, so now, We're of course, about the brilliance that is oh, hey. Peter Doon <laughs> and Kylo Reilly. Hey, there he is. I heard great. We got a King Mo out of nowhere. <laughs> there it is. That's how it works. <laughs> top of the morning to you. Well, well, I mean, top of the sh- second half of the show, but yes. Well, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are talking about Kyler Riley and Peter Doon, um, staring holes into each other while all hell broke loose, and then just putting on a clinic. Absolutely stupendous, if that's the word I can use in 2020, because this that match was ridiculous. Yeah, I, I was like, what in the fuck are these geeks out here? And then there was just a giant brawl. But then I'm like, oh, these guys ain't breaking stride. And so I legit bent down. I picked up my soda. I was like, oh, crap, they're already hitting each other. <laughs> and then it was like, it was on. It was a full-blown fucking jiu-jitsu fight. Goddamn jiu Love me some jitsu. They were out there grappling for a good five, six minutes. I was loving every second. And then it just turned into, okay, I'm going to hit you really hard. Are you ready? No, I did it anyway. It was like, what the fuck? There was that just holy crap knee shot, that fucking right in the jaw. Then we just get a good old clear picture of a bunch of blood just coming right out of Peter Dunn's mouth. Like, okay, yeah, this is normal. Kyle's been really stiff lately. Dude, Kyle works stiff, though. That's Kyle's Yeah, but really stiff. Yeah, he needs to kind of tone it down. (laughs) A little too stiff when he damn dropped him on his head. Yeah, I mean, I already broke his oh, jaw. Fuck. Oh, yeah, you're talking about that uh, suplex or whatever where he barely got him over. He lands right on top of his fucking head. Yep. I'm like, dude, slow down. And then and then he go. they're fighting on the apron. And this spot scared the shit out of me because I know what it is. You're supposed to do your reverse in the transition, and then he wants to go for the um, suplex on the apron. When fucking O'Reilly goes to transition, he ends up hitting the floor. And he goes down, lands hard on his feet, and then decides, I'm still going to take fucking Peter with me. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Yeah, I'm going to keep calling him Peter. (laughs) (laughs) Peter. Peter. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so Kyle O'Reilly gets his rematch with Bala, which, you you know what, seems to have divided people. There's actually some people that are complaining that they've got a rematch. It's half of RWT right now. Oh, my God, this is such fresh. First off, I don't want Cross in there right now because he just came back. Yeah. I want him to kill some people. I want him to be reestablished real quick. And I mean, that's fine. It's where we're about to get to. 
<laughs> there's a difference between Kyle O'Reilly getting one rematch and Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre feuding for six months. Thank you. Thank you. Plus, you know, maybe this is Kyle's time. If yeah. there's any, I mean, do you really want to hurt Finn by having him get destroyed by fucking homeboy over here? Or would you rather have, you know, Cross and, and O'Reilly just have like the stiffest mean guy match you've ever seen? Which sounds like the greatest thing ever. I'm not hard. Yeah, either way, we win. Yeah, right. I went there. I'm just going to say it. Half of RWT sometimes could be numbskulls, so they can <laughs> shut the fuck up. Numbskulls, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, we reserve such fresh for WWE because they really do fucking regurgitate shit. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And most of them, and I hate to say this, man, and I love the RWT group, just because, you know, you see that with NXT, it doesn't also apply to, you know, if the main roster doesn't apply to NXT, but, you know, AEW, AEW, I mean, shut up. And, uh, what about well, no. when we had, like, three title matches in a row between Nakamura and Joe? Of course, but it's just like, whatever. But I think the problem... Yeah, but that was like the biz. Yeah. yeah. But also, I think most of them no. just... You know, okay, no, but let me just say it. Some of them need to shut up, grow up, and just enjoy professional wrestling. Thank you, good night, I'm done. <laughs> and, then, and then WWE comes on, you can complain all you want. You know who yeah, if you want to complain about some guy... Go ahead. No, I was about to say, if, if it's the main roster, absolutely, I completely understand. But don't with NXT just because you think you're cool because you're watching AEW. That's a lot of pro- – that's my problem <laughs> with professional wrestling fans, just because they think they're cool because, oh, I watch this over this. No, professional wrestling at the end of the day is an art form. It's a craft. Enjoy it for what the fuck it is and just shut up because you're not cool. You're just a jackass. Yeah. Fuck you. And you got me over here. I'm even watching Shockwave. I'm getting all yeah, exactly. the wrestling I can. I caught a little bit. Yeah? Yeah. Pretty good. I got a little hot. I'm sorry, but the problem is I I hate the fact that we have to think we're cool because we watch one promotion over another. Because at the end of the day, we're all professional wrestling fans. And once again, that's that should be the aspect. Like when when you were watching the territory days, you didn't. I just watched this place. No, you will try to watch everybody. Correct. That was the idea. Exactly. For the enjoyment, for the variety. I, I mean, like you know, I refuse to watch. Raw or SmackDown, like it's just a waste of my fucking time. But at the same time, though, I watch. I I just watched uh, Triple Mania with Moses the other night. Yes. Fucking. uh, We watch New Japan. We watch ROH, NWA, AEW, NXT, Impact. Like, there's a variety out there, so I watch just about anything except Raw or SmackDown. Well, oh, and I mean, I completely understand. I pretty much, like I've said, I hate the main roster. And that's why I like our little group here and our little thing, because we all watch a variety and we like to watch different stuff. But there are some people, not just in RWT, but other groups that are stuck in the goddamn bubble. And it's just like, come on, man, expand the yeah. horizons. You, you see what you've done, people. You know, it's serious when Mike, the nicest guy in the world is pissed off. It's just, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, I'm sorry, but just because I watch one one promotion over the other doesn't make me cool. That just makes you ignorant. You know what it makes you? It, it makes you a ignorant. fucking dumbass. No, that's ignorant. Makes... Oh, God. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> They're just fucking dumbass. You know what I'm saying? Just stop being no, you, know what, you know what it is, Mike? <clears throat> Assholes. Assholes. Good. No, it does. I don't it. even. 
I don't yeah. even think that they deserve to call themselves a wrestling fan for the simple fact if you are a WWE guy and that's all you watch, it's because you never watched anything else but WWE. And that for you are not a wrestling fan, you are a WWE fan. That's it. Yes. That's been said many times on this show by God, several I've, people. Like, never been and just it's always WWE been right. Fan. That's the thing with me. Like I started, and I'll admit it. I started wrestling late. I started watching in '02, but my curiosity with Impact came in 2004, and then I started watching Ring of Honor. So over the years, I started watching more and more instead of just WWE. So yeah, even though I came in late to the game, I started getting more into different promotions besides, you know, WWE. So yeah, yeah, like like oh, Shockwave. Right I've never you. followed NWA, but I've been watching it every week. Yeah, that's the thing, man. Oh. I, I oh. never knew. Like, hey, growing up, uh, like when the Boogeyman debuted in WWE, that's when I started watching wrestling. And and, then, and you stuck around. Like, that's I, amazing. I, well, I mean, I got it. It, I was brought into it because of Boogeyman, but then I saw everybody else. I'm like, okay, this is actually pretty cool. Yeah. Cool. But it wasn't until hell, I'd say. Um, 2007, Jesus when I was Christ. brought in, when I was brought into Impact, and then that was about it. I had no idea about New Japan or a couple of the other shows until Emir brought me into RWT, and now look at me. I'm like fucking watching damn everything. <laughs> This is hilarious because Mike's all like, oh, like in 2001, and then Trav's all in like 2007. Like, bro, I wasn't fucking watching wrestling in 96. Like, well, I was, I, I was yeah. kind of around that time, like 98. Like, and then weren't you mainly tapes, though, for a while, Daz? Well, I think I started watching wrestling in like 97, 98, and it, yeah, it was all old Hulk Hogan tapes. And SummerSlam 89, I rewatched to death. Um, awesome. And then, yeah, I discovered modern day WWF in around, well, it was February 99 because, of course, it was just coming up to St. Valentine's Day Massacre. And then I was so pissed off that I missed it because I was looking forward to Vince and Austin. I mean, finally, I did get the VHS, but. Right, there you go. Young people now See, that's the, the fucking that, VHS. That's hilarious, though. Because, like, everybody, you guys are all just the way you guys started, like. I got captivated by a WWE guy, and then I was like, oh, hey, WCW. And then that was, like, my life. Yeah. I remember the first – everybody talks about, like, the tapes. I the, the first tape I ever got to watch of wrestling that was not WWF was from New Japan – or not New Japan, UWF from Japan. The UWF, they were – that was some crazy shit, the UWF, boy, let me tell you. See, I was – Seen that stuff in 98, and I was like, this is other wrestling? I was aware of WCW and ECW, but I didn't really watch WCW until it was already dying. And the thing is, in the UK, uh, this was like before uh, digital made a, you know, takeover or mm -hmm. anything. So it was very basic TV signal. And WCW was on Channel Five, which was the absolute worst signal <laughs> in the UK. So the picture kept breaking up. All right. So of course, sabotage. WrestleMania in. New Orleans, the last was like what two years ago? Thirty-three. Yes. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, almost three. Three about three years ago. So, 
you know, it hasn't even been three years. And like, look at me now. Oh, that like when I, I went to WrestleMania that year, that's when I met Emir. <laughs> so from WrestleMania, Talk about a fucking world off, flipped upside down for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm like, hey, look at how I am with the trivia. That's why I'm not so great with the trivia because I never watched any of it. <laughs> I, I'm still learning. And uh, so, like, but since in almost three years, I went from being only WWE and rarely Impact because I grew out of that shit at just about the same time everybody else did. Um, <laughs> I think... Drew McIntyre was still the champion or some shit when I stopped watching it. Uh, but anyways, and so from then to now, I'm watching damn near everything. And like, fuck WWE. I'm like, so this is what I've been missing. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm back on NXT. One thing we haven't addressed after... All these past weeks is the crazy shit going on with Zia Lee and Boa. Oh my God! We okay, just haven't talked on. about. I have it. to get this shit off my chest real quick because, like, fucking three weeks ago, three God, I took my head off. This is how serious I am. Three <laughs> weeks ago, fucking William Regal goes banging on this guy's door like, "Hey, are you all right? You haven't been performing. You haven't been at the performance center for a week, a fucking week, not like months, not days, like like, like a fucking week. Okay, not that big of a deal. Like, I took the week off. Suck a dick." And then now they're gone for like a month after that. They get these randomly very creepy videos and nobody's going to check on them. Nobody's calling the cops. Fucking WWE sucks. Don't ever get lost Regal's in their like, fucking watch, dude. Regal's just like, well, I'm not fucking with the triads. <laughs> he's seen the video one time and he's like, nope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll announce war games, but I'm not fucking with that. He's like, war games! I'm leaving this. The ninjas have evolved. Yeah. You know what it reminds me of? Remember the Black Lotus tribe and Lucha Underground? That's what it reminds me of. Yes. You know what it reminds me of? The the opening video to Die Another Day. Okay. Minus that makes Madonna, sense. thankfully. Huh. Oh, I was like, James Bond? Yes. Yeah, just minus the Madonna song. Just ignore that. Gotcha. Um, yeah, because he was getting tortured throughout the whole opening sequence with, like, scorpions and shit. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, what the fuck? And then I'm watching, and she's, like, crying, and he's like, no, stop hitting me. And then all of a sudden, they're like, she's, like, beating the crap out of him. I'm like, well, that's not cool. Tough this love. This whole thing is fucking weird. Tough love. Now, shots. who's the fucking drums looking broad? Yeah, shotsy time. All I said was shot. Shotsy uh, versus Indy Hartwell ends in a DQ when Indy uses the trophy on Shotsy. Then she's like, "No, I didn't. Look, it's fine. It's all wobbling." <laughs> yeah, and like, it's it's a shitty trophy to begin with, and like, sh- should you really care? You, it's like a doll's did head. We, did we get to the fucking Shotsy? Uh, interview part where she reveals the truth of where Johnny got that trophy. I fucking died. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, he may or may not have stole it from a child, from what is it, from a little league baseball game or something like that. And I'm like, oh, you bastard. <laughs> no, like let's, let's be honest. He got Austin Fury to do it. 
bullshit because you know Johnny walked up. He's all, hey, guys, I'm going to be your new second baseman. And he took it and ran. <laughs> Austin Theory obviously looks like somebody's dad because when they're standing next to each other, I'm like, dude, he is legit a foot taller than you. <laughs> but he has to hang out with Johnny because, you know, he likes to play with kids. Exactly. And moving on. Now, Karrion Cross made his official in-ring return. Um, poor Desmond Yay. Troy. <laughs> uh, Cross very quickly taps him out. And then calls out Priest to New Year's Evil. Cannot wait for that uh, match. I think he's beefed up a little bit. He, he looked a little bit different this Ooh, week. Yeah. He's a little on the wider side, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Looking good. And as we said, main event, um, Tony Storm got a win over Rhea Ripley. I've got to ask, did Rhea piss somebody off in NXT? I have no damn idea. But it started to piss me off. <laughs> she pissed off Vince, that's who. And I don't know how she didn't blow him. I don't fucking know. Because, yeah, this is ridiculous, dude. She is... Fuck, dude! A, a year in Mania, she was. We were begging for her to be champion. I can't stand the sight of her right now. That's. Well, I still love her. I love no, everything I mean, it, about her. No, go ahead. I, just, I love everything about her, and I'm excited every time I see her. Like I'm starting to love her more than Kiara Hogan, if that tells you damn anything. Damn, he does. Uh, <laughs> I'm like it tells me a lot, actually. <laughs> yeah, like that's how it's been with her, and now to see her get treated like this is pissing me the hell off. Well, the problem like, is, my guy is she's one of the fucking best glasses have been fogged have. up at Kira Hogan forever. You haven't been noticing that they've been treating her like shit since Mania. Oh no, I have, I have. It's ever bullshit. since she came, ever since she came to NXT, like this NXT. Yeah, I've, I have noticed her. And it's just been driving me damn insane ever since Mania. And I don't understand why. Like, I know I it, it can't be because of her passport issue. If that's it. Sure that, that, no issues spot. with that. I don't know when it is. I'm, I have a bad feeling they're pulling the, uh, the debris with her. Oh, you fell, you know, you fell into obscurity and you're going to work your way back. And it's like, dude, no, people are with her now. What the fuck are you yeah. doing? But nope. I, I blame Road Dog. It's probably Road Dog's fault because every time I swear to God, somebody that's ridiculously over the moon doesn't get over, Road Dog is involved. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. No, I know, motherfucker. I know. <laughs> oh, my God, I go kill NXT. I don't know why, but I always want. Every time I see this shit happen to her, all I can do is blame Triple H. He loves her, so I don't know what the fuck's going I on. I know. At least he but thought that's he did. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Maybe he loves her a little too much, and she don't want to mess around with a married man. Yeah. And now she's getting screwed in a different way. In, in a way that he's not happy about. Yeah. So she don't. That's, want to that's how I feel about it. <laughs> Well, whatever it is, it needs to fucking stop. ASAP. Now for Dynamite. Um, we opened Dynamite with a six-man tag, which was Hangman, oh. Reynolds and Silver versus Matt Hardy and Private Party. Johnny Hungy. I'm not, even, 
I'm not even going to say anything about this match. I'm going to leave it all to Moses. I'm going to I'm going to get some positive <laughs> out of the way first so I can, you know, and then I'll fucking go bananas. So, Johnny Hungy and uh, John Silver is the greatest thing ever. Him and Hang, every time he jumps on Hangman's back, I just want to, like, cheer. Just like, yeah, it's like big brother, little brother tandem, but, like, little brother's gigantic. But this, okay, so I'm going to say this about the whole show. It was just kind of there this week. I don't, maybe it was just me. Maybe I was out of it, but I just kind of felt like it was kind of whatever all fucking show long. And then here comes fucking Matt goddamn Hardy just <laughs> piss on the fucking piece of shit rainbow I'm already looking at and this fucking loser is in there working forever and he does the fucking twist of fate like off the apron I'm furious because John John Silver's selling his knee like it fucking just tore in 17 places and I'm like did you just fucking hurt the greatest thing ever because I'd fucking kill you and then he goes on he's doing his fucking rigmarole and then to just Again, piss on my parade. This fucker, after private party goes in there and is looking like they are going to get the win because, you know, they are a good tag team. He tags himself in and gets the win. And I was just, why? What the literal fuck? Like, I... How much money is he giving Tony Khan? Look, hey, I have all this WWE money. It's yours. Let me just do stupid shit. Just do the <laughs> stupidest shit ever. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, well, no, no, no. You know, Whoppers, I'll buy you a fucking Burger King. <laughs> just let me do, do, let me just do stupid shit. Okay. You know, what, you know what's funny? Remember when Matt Hardy was the most talked about wrestler of the year? Oh, I don't remember that. You would need to enlighten me. Well, it was like four years ago. What the hell happened? Oh yeah, back when oh when he was where him the and Jeff were getting ready gimmick. to leave Impact. Yeah, and everyone was like, "Oh, Impact sucks," but yeah, he was the fucking greatest thing since sliced bread. And then well, they, they do the WWE move, and that thing gets destroyed. And his AEW run started off fine. I wanted him just to be like a manager, and then him and Sammy had this fucking death feud, and I do mean death feud, in both they tried to kill each other, and it was just the worst fucking thing ever. Yeah. And now he's, what, Big Money Matt? But not Big Money Matt? I don't fucking know. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck his gimmick is now. I was going to say, when you were talking about him four years ago, like when they first started the heel gimmick with the Big Money Matt and him winning the title, and then slowly transforming into Broken Matt Hardy... Like, he was over, and I remember at the time, I was like, this is some of the stupidest shit I've ever seen in my life. But then it started to grow on me because I'm like, oh, and you know what I'm saying? Like, it did for a lot of people. And then he goes to WWE, and then they don't really do much. They just have normal Hardy Boys, and then he's with Bray Wyatt, and then it kind of just went into the shitter, and then he's jobbing, and then he comes to AEW, and I'm like, oh, whatever. And then the Sammy Guevara feud happens, and I'm like, no. And then he keeps coming back, and I'm like, he's like the fucking Energizer Bunny that I don't give a shit about. So it's like, good Lord, Matt Hardy. And I'll be honest with I don't like this new, well, the iconic Matt Hardy. He's broken Matt Hardy. You know what I'm saying? He used to be cold-blooded Matt Hardy. When in Impact, remember he had that with the Facebook thing. Pain in my ass, Matt Hardy. Oh. And I, I hate to say that because I hate Matt Hardy now. And I used to love Matt Hardy, but I hate to say it now. I hate Matt Hardy. Go away. You know what he is? Matt Hardy's got the X-Pac heat with me. 
Just yeah. go away. Oh, go yeah. away. For sure. Absolutely. I never thought I'd hate the Hardy Boys. Or in, in, in reality, like, I'm not, like, the biggest Jeff fan. I don't know what the fuck him and... Fuck like him, uh, him and goddamn uh, uh, Matt Riddler. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. I don't know what him and Riddle are doing besides getting stoned in the background all the it's time. It's Matt and but Jeff. Like, it's the new Matt and Jeff. It's, Matt, well, it's the Hardy. It's the Hardy Bros. movie. The BRS. The Hardy Bros. Uh, that's hilarious. Uh, I love Matt Riddle's new thing of just running into random people. Did he fucking ask the goddamn rabbit to sign a carrot? Yes. I was listening to fucking Brian and Dave and fucking assholes and Nate. This is deaf television. I'm like, first off, this is funny. Okay. Like, fucking lighten the fuck up. Okay. Like, the, was some of the wrestling absolute garbage on Raw? Yeah, it was fucking worse. Like, that was one of the worst fucking things I've ever seen. I don't know what in the fuck that opening segment was. Uh, I wanted to punch the Miz in the face. It's okay. just bad. But, I mean, like, I really enjoy all the riddles just being riddle. Like, what's so wrong with him being the fucking stoner dude? Well, this is where I go with you because I'm just like, that's the problem because I'm aware of the clip he's talking about. But, yeah, Dave Meltzer does not get this Matt Riddle acting funny. Neither does Brian. And they just crap. No, they like, dude, he's supposed to be funny. That's his gimmick. It's what he is. But they're just like, oh, this is stupider. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Oh, don't okay. trip. I'm going to call into Observer Live later and just be like, dude, you know, he's fucking Spicoli, right? Let's Are you really going to call it? If you do that, please send us the link. Please do that. I, I want if, that, right. if that's stupid, let's just get back to truth being chased by ninjas then, shall we? Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Fucking. And to zero, and uh, not to zero. Oh, no, no. It was his hour being all dead in the water or getting eaten by a shark. Yeah, you got eaten by a shark. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to Dynamite, where stuff kind of doesn't make Dynamite. as much sense. Uh, Cody gets the win over Angelico with a very sick, I don't know what the hell to call it, a step-up cutter from the corner. Oh, he's just a fucking, yeah. Right before, uh, before he uh, announces that there's going to be no more shots with Brandy. <laughs> well, yeah, because Brandy well, I mean, she can drink non-alcoholic shots. You know. Oh, yeah. Well, that sucks, though, because that show was getting, well, it wasn't as fun anymore. Like, I don't know. Like, there was, like, a handful that were hilarious. John Silver was a great one. Moxley was a really good one. And then my favorite is still Shivani because he gets hammered drunk 20 minutes into it. It's great. <laughs> He's just fucking smashing people. Shivani hammered sounds good. That's I'm dead serious for anybody who's like, oh, fucking shot of brandy is hilarious. Yeah, go. if there's one of those episodes you have to check out, it's the Tony Shivani one. <laughs> and then probably John Moxie right afterwards. Uh, the um, Shivani had one of my favorite lines this week as well. As Carlos tried to get into his chair, kiss my ass. Yeah, and I'll oh see you later. God, kiss my ass and get out of here. <laughs> oh goddamn you, Shivani! That was great. <laughs> my wife was like, "Why are you too excited?" It's like, "Yeah, I'll kiss my ass." Like, <laughs> so I was like, "It's an announcer." Oh. Um, you know, I noticed this week on Dynamite, JR doesn't speak when there's a spot where everybody's bunched up for somebody to jump on top of him. Because he hates that yep. shit. Yes. And he's right. I hate those spots, too. Why well, I don't understand why people are giving JR... Look, dude, when you've been in the business as long as fucking JR has, you're going to have the old school mentality. People want to give Cornette shit about it, too. Look how long fucking Cornette's been doing, right? Like, think about their fucking history. 
Yeah. And think about what got over when they were you know, like in the thick of it all. You have Jim Cornette, who was throughout the NWA. You had fucking JR, who was throughout, you know, NWA and the little WCW and then went to WWF. You know, he wasn't there in the background waiting to be that guy to just yell stone cold all the time. Like, no, he was loving Ric Flair and watching Sting and Luger and all that shit. Like, understand the history of these guys. And then, yeah, when these guys are, okay, well, we know it's a safe spot and we know it needs to be, you know, guys need to catch him. But when it takes 40 seconds and you guys are standing there and the bad guys and the good guys are, like, huddled up with each other and they have an arm around each other, like, even then, as a guy who's been watching for 20-some-odd years, I don't like to stand my, to distend my disbelief on that one. Like, I'm not having it. Yeah, that's the thing. They're, they're okay when they're timed right, but I don't remember the last time they were timed right. Everybody yeah, they takes like, so long to get into position now. It's either it's either they take too uh, too long to get in position, or the guy up who's climbing or diving is just hot dogging it. And it's like, okay, yeah. can we stop with the hot dogging? The only hot dogging that we need to see is from the heel champions named Kenny Omega. I think mean, the best one I've seen was actually Undertaker's in the old Invasion when WCW and WWE would they were literally beating each other up. They weren't waiting for Taker to jump. And then and all of a sudden, came he just comes diving. <laughs> this big, giant fucking missile comes flying at you. What do we do? Nothing. I don't know. Just we'll uh, die. Yeah, just don't die. <laughs> just cover your head and your balls, and <laughs> <laughs> you'll be all right. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Team Taz threatened to attack Cody, only to be stopped by Sting. Uh, okay, Shivani needs to stop. I love him to death, but I don't need to hear it sting every fucking week. Please, bro. Please. I think that's yeah, the new John Moxley. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, but this this time it was so damn delayed. <laughs> it really was though. Like, like JR looked Taz, at him like, you're gonna say you're fucking Taz, line, Team Taz was already like halfway down the pipe and then he says it. <laughs> The funny thing okay. is, you don't even need to wait for his music to hit. As soon as there's a blackout, just shout, it's Sting. Well, yeah. yeah. And then, heaven forbid, and then what it is, is one day you'll catch him when he says it, and then, boom, it's not Sting, it's Dabby. I'm actually yeah. amazed that they can actually get it completely blacked out when they're outside. Right? That's pretty cool. It's not that bad. Not that hard, considering it's dark. Yeah, but it's they not that dark, really. And to be fair, nine times out of ten, and when it's dark, it's actually not dark. It's they cut the cameras. Ah, uh, that would make sense. Yeah. Fuck up, Trav. Wrestling's greatest secrets exposed. <laughs> that was one of my favorite, like TV things ever, and it was voiced by Salem the Cat. Oh, that's true. <laughs> it was so weird. Like, this is Salem, and he's completely oh ruining God. the wrestling industry. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe I fucking remember that. Oh, my God. I'm, like, losing my shit because I can, like, I'm envisioning, like, 2000 me watching that. And I'm like, dude, where's that cat's voice? And then oh, where's he... that dude's voice sound so familiar? Yeah, so they expose all these secrets about wrestling, and then it gets to a steel chair, and it's like, okay, what's the secret of a steel chair? The secret is, it's a steel chair. <laughs> Dumb shit. It's not what it is, it's where you hit them. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, okay, where were Okay, Eddie Kingston addresses... Oh, sorry, I meant to say as well, uh, Darby Allen was looking on at this whole segment. Darby. Yeah, uh, kind of giving Sting then, the eye. And then looking Sting... At you, looking at me. <laughs> over there winking at Cody. Yeah. Darby kind of looks at Sting like, Dad? Don't be <laughs> winking at my guy. <laughs> so, yeah, Eddie Kingston addresses injuring Pac, or so he thought. And then gets attacked by Lance Archer, leading to the arrival of Andy and the Blade, followed by the Lucha Brothers and a clearly not injured pack. Which oh, just leads fun. to a brawl. Speaking of pack, I have to talk about... Uh, I want to go back to NXT real quick. This fucking... Uh, what was the guy's name? Rhett Tyler or whatever the fuck? Tyler Rust. Ty- Tyler Rust or whatever. Why does this guy look like a fucking skinny virgin and Neville with rounded ears? There it is. I couldn't figure out what was so familiar about him. <laughs> He looks, I swear, it was either the gear or the, I don't know what it was, but I was like, dude, is that, did you, how much weight did, oh, wait, that's somebody else. But he looked just like fucking Park, minus yeah. the beard. He, he and looks the, more the like a Benjamin Flatley than Neville does. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, as long as he doesn't have the Mighty Mouse ears, that's a good thing, though. Exactly. No Mighty no, Mouse I remember ears. Neville's first promo after winning the NXT title. I look like some kind of elf, man. I shouldn't be champion. I look like some kind of elf, man. You know what's interesting about that, man? I, I even remember the days when him and uh, Oliver Gray, got, uh, who got released like not too long after that, when they friggin' won the uh, when they won the tag titles from Harper and Rowan, and they won. Remember that, Daz, when him and Oliver Gray were the champs? Oh, that's old school NXT. It was just before I kind of got into it. Yeah, it was 2013, man. He was teaming with some dude named Oliver Gray, who was also British. This is also when we had Camacho before he became, you know, Tonga Loa, eat shit. Mm-hmm. Eat yeah, shit, motherfucker. Yep. Uh, I've never laughed so much at a New Japan match as that one. <laughs> How many motherfuckers were in it? Uh, a lot. <laughs> like, you know every what I'm every move. Fuck you. Well, what's interesting about that is, too, if you remember, like, the history of rock bands and the pop culture side of things, man, you have Blink-182 who got their name. For the fact that they said for that Tony Montana said fuck 182 times in Scarface, man. So bada bing, bada boom. There's a lot of tie-ins with the F word, you know. Nice factoid. Yeah, man. Next, we had a 12-man tag, or as I like to call them, a clusterfuck match. Yep. Um, which was basically yeah a clusterfuck, and it was won by MJF. There you go. All right, so it was originally supposed to be like a 14-man tag. What happened mm-hmm. to Wardlow and Cutler? COVID? So Cutler got pulled. Uh, Wardlow had family issues, and he actually left Florida to go deal with him, so he wasn't even in the building. Okay. Uh, so because they didn't have him, they decided, okay, no Cutler. Fair enough. I mean, there was already too many in the match anyway. Uh, yeah, you're fucking telling me. Like, they... I, Fuck, this whole thing was just like whatever. It just fucking dragged. I just, um, I did like Sammy and one of the fucking one dudes, uh, from uh, uh Top Flight. Oh, yeah, I don't know yeah. Top Flight's names. Yeah, me neither. But it was the it was the not so white guy, and he was pretty good. <laughs> and I always love when Sammy flips a guy off to start it off because that was his whole thing through the Indies. He's just like, oh yeah, fuck you, and then they wrestle. And I'm like, oh, you're a dick. Um, guessing that was Darius. I think sure. Dan, Dante is the younger one, I think. Yeah, there you go. 
Yeah, Darius and Dante. So yeah, it was probably Darius or whatever. But I mean, that, that was a good fun exchange. It was, I, I I enjoyed it a lot. I mean, but besides that, it was the whole lot of nothing. There was that random bat shot by Jericho, and I'm like, how oh, the fuck did not Aubrey not see that? She's looking right at him. But whatever. I think she gave up at the point when everybody just invaded the ring. Yeah, she's like, ah, oh, fuck this. <laughs> I'm get paid enough. And then, yeah, then speaking of tag team gimmicks, the acclaimed. Uh, first of all, John Cena called. He wants his gimmick back. Dude, fucking seriously. <laughs> okay, like, this is that this is that one thing that, like, I'm saying, if this team wants to get over by any retrospect of the word, lose the fucking rapping. Lose it yep. immediately. E fucking immediately bro because the fact of the matter is is you know you sound just like john cena we know you sound just like john cena fucking tony khan knows you sound just like fucking john cena knock it the fuck off and also if you're gonna be doing it at least do it better than fucking kazarian because he fucking schooled their ass <laughs> yeah <that's laughs> he barely even rhymed the fucker you know what it reminds me of? It also takes me back to Wolfie D and, and the whole thing with Jamie Dundee when they were PG-13 rapping back in the mid-90s. And then you get, you know, fucking years later with Cena. And also, I would rather get rowdy with Kate Quick than listen to these sons of bitches. Good. He also Max. made a, a Man on a Mission reference. Oh, my God. Mabel and Moe. Yes, when Moe and them <laughs> used to rap, too. Yes, that's correct. My Lord. Uh, you know what? Battle rapping in wrestling has never been cool, let's be honest. Except when John Cena did it. Yes, that's true. That's but great. that's because he was the fucking innovator, and that shit like worked, and that was his gimmick. And when you're uh, fucking known for it, and you're a pillar of, and I don't mean to say it like that, but I do because we have to accept that John is legit a pillar of professional wrestling. Like, yes, he is a guy. He is a he's a fucking name. Okay, he's one of those. You know, we put him up there with the Mar with the San Martinos, with the Flares, with the Harley races. Unfortunately, John Cena's in that list. Get the fuck over it. When he started like that, and it's fucking super goddamn well known that he started like that, don't copy his gimmick. You can do that shit on the indies. I don't give a rat's ass, but you're on fucking national television, bud. Yeah, Mike Come up with gonna, some originality. Mike is going to love this reference. Anybody else that does it, it just it's just like, say, by the bell rap episode level cringy. Oh, oh my God. Oh. About, oh, my goodness gracious. I remember the one with the... Uh, not, well, not that one. With the they turned Snow White the, into a rap. Uh, yeah, Snow God, White I'm watching the rap in my head. Well, the other thing was when the man with the little sister. Remember the whole thing with the teen line? And they had that rapping thing where it was like Cinderella and, you know, Kelly's. Oh, man, Kelly's younger <laughs> sister. Remember that one? Dude, you're bringing it back. Nope. I'd rather listen to never French rap. <laughs> I could chat like, nope. No, I've never seen Save by the Bell, so. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's oh, unfortunate. So it's a good show. Hey, don't I, just don't I, watch I can the reboot. Explain, I can explain why it was Jordan. one word. What? Topanga. Topanga. Yeah. All right. All right. I, I can. Well, I don't, now I don't, that I you was, got the chance to see Topanga, you can go back and watch you some Kelly Kapowski. Yeah. Well, Kelly I was, I was, yeah. I was just saying, like, I, I was more with Boy Meets World. As was I. Full House. And I feel you. I don't know about Full House. Shows. Just never got into. Uh, saved by the bell. All right, Tony Khan, book it. Topanga Matthews versus Kelly Kapowski. Anyway. There you go. Well, no, I mean, Daz, when you were talking about the Snow White and the Seven Doors, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I watched that episode the uh, the other night, man, and he's like, look, it's so the prince. bad. 
It is. But you got to admit, man, the fact that, you know, you test your feelings with Elizabeth Berkeley and Zach Morris there, Jesse and, and Zach, and then all of a sudden, bada bing, bada boom, we got at the end there, Slater and them, the dorks, man, kiss me, mama. Come on, man. Come on, man. Well, I mean, you know, Topanga is a wrestling fan, so who knows? Hopefully. Also, if you want, okay, Travis. <laughs> I'll put you on this, Mr. Hey, Topanga. If we can go get back Shaq, watch... we can get Topanga. Well, go, back and... go back and watch Topanga on Say What Karaoke, hosted by Dave Holmes back in 2000, right? She was rapping to Give Me Some More by Bust the Rhymes, man. Good times. Good times. Yeah. Hey, you actually sent me that. I've seen it. <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. right. Okay. You know what? Yeah. Bust the Rhymes just sounds like Macho Man. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine Macho Man rapping his Bust the Rhymes. Macho Man did have a rap CD. Be a man. Hold be a man. Yep. Okay. One thing I got to say. Now I got to look at Macho Man's rap CD. I'll send it. Yo, friggin' one thing I got to say about the acclaim, because it's your fault. I blame you. You got me excited about pop culture. So I got to say something about the acclaim, man. Okay. I don't give two squirts of piss about them. They can fuck off. I'm done. Uh, well, they were victorious following a sneaky boombox shot to the head of Daniels. Kids are wondering what the fuck a boombox is. Uh, All right. Such a WWE finish on top of a WWE gimmick. Is that even classified as a damn boombox? Yeah, that's a Bluetooth speaker, just bigger. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, if if Alfonso Ribeiro could teach about dance breaking back in the '80s, you know, his dance breaking kit and the whole nine with good old Alfonso Ribeiro before Fresh Prince. I look at it from a stance. I mean, you got the boombox. Also takes it back to the second week in a row with the reference of Kazam. But yeah, man, it yeah. is what it is. I don't even classify that as a boombox hey, either. Breakdancing is now an Olympic sport. Hey, man. Mm-hmm. You suck as <laughs> man. Well, that's your fault, too, Mr. Go Home Roger. You want to bring up Marcus Houston? He was in You Got Served. Some suckers got served, man. That's I, what they did. He was a damn good singer. He was. He was an immature IMX, you know what I'm saying? Watch me do my thing with Kel Mitchell. We got it all. Taking it back. Taking it back. Um, so after the match, they challenged the Young Bucks for the titles, and they're ranked at number five. So I got to ask, what is the fucking point in the ranking system anymore? Because everybody that's ranked number five seems to keep getting title shots. The, the ranking system hasn't been irrelevant all year. Relevant. It's just something that they use just to. Uh, like, because Make the number mad. one rank does not get no title shot. Exactly. It's just, oh, they're just currently ranked. They um, just keep in track with the scores. That's it. That That's why it makes no sense because they keep announcing these title matches and then like, oh yeah, and they're ranked number five. And I'm like, so why the fuck are they getting a title match? Because we like their name. I don't <laughs> Anyway. Um, Swole and Serena Deeb. Get away and over Ivelisse and Diamante before Nyla attacks Serena and Vicky tries to join in. Oh, just God. like she's basically Diamante doing a Texas. rocking with her whole ass. Out. I'm all about it. <laughs> Vicky Guerrero's not kicking anybody, she's doing a Texas two step. Oh, God. Fucking when she hit the ring, dude, I hit the fucking fridge. I was like, nope, <laughs> taking a break. Just, just leave Nyla to, to do it on her own, Vicky. Please. Yeah, please. Yeah. Just fucking stand there and cackle. If if you can't at least make it look like you're hurting somebody, don't bother. Right. She's just like literally tapping him with her foot. Like, well, stop it. Knock it the fuck off. 
You're pulling it's, a it's Hogan over like, here. Like, Nia's beating him up, and Vicky's just like, hey, you okay? Hey, 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 wake <laughs> up. Wake up. Get off the ground. Time to go to school. Oh, sorry. You're not my kids. I think uh, uh, fucking Orange Cassidy's little kicks are, are more like Orange Cassidy was Forgot to mention Cassidy. He's asleep in the fucking corner. He's just, he's literally got the cable in his hand. He's not even plugged in. Nope, that was hilarious. <laughs> and then, like, they do the giant hug spot, and then you hear Excalibur. He's like, Orange Cassidy, just hug me. <laughs> he's like, what? He did what? He got up? Why didn't you show it? <laughs> um, and then main event was Kenny Omega versus Joey Janela. Um, Janela smashes Omega with a trash can on the ramp. I laughed so hard. I don't know why. It's just like, he's like, yeah, bam. It, it was almost as good as Billy Gunn getting hit with a flying trash can when Stone Cold threw one at No Way Out 98. <laughs> just launched it across the ring and smashed Billy Gunn in the face. Brilliant. Oh, it's great. great stuff. <laughs> I don't know about this match, though, because, like, it's going and they're doing some shit, and then all the fucking Don Callis comes out and. Go get him, kid. Do, do it, kid. Show me yeah. the boss, kid. I'm like, dude, my God, fuck my God, my God. Basically, it turned into uh, Don Callis commentating the match from ringside with a microphone in his hand, and then he gives one yeah, to Kenny Omega. Like, if that was his normal commentator, fuck, I don't even want to hear oh, that. No, no, that, that was him. That was him overhealing it. Okay, thank God, because Jesus, I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you were not but, this bad but, on New Japan. Fucking hell, Joey jumps off the top of the turnbuckle and puts his ass right in Kenny Omega's face through the damn table. Hilarious. Like that was horrible. Like, that made me fucking cringe. What do you mean that? What about that fucking ladder? Not that ladder. When Kenny just stomped that trash can over his face. Oh, I like that. Man of Finally, though, it was a one-winged angel that puts Janela away. But celebrations are cut short by Death Triangle, and Pac drops a bombshell that due to never officially losing in the tournament, Ray Phoenix will challenge Kenny on December 30th. Dude, and did he like, run with Lucha guys like crazy? Is that what's going on here? They realized just how badass that match was in Mexico that now it's just nothing but Lucha dudes? Yeah. And, you know, Callis was pretty much like, since when could wrestlers make matches in packs? Like, always. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, wrestlers don't tell the champ what to do. And they're all excited. Yeah, we told them. But and, I just spoke to Tony like, yeah, Fuck off. I talked to Tony Khan with a whopper in his hand. <laughs> I gave him a couple of white shit. claws first, like. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I was really hoping they were going to say it was going to be Kenny versus Park. I I'm mean, sure that's going to happen. Yeah, we've got to get uh, that down the line. But yes. yeah, you made up a very good point. Phoenix was never eliminated from the world yeah. title eliminator. Because he got hurt, and so Pentagon took his place. Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep. <clears throat> All right, so since you missed it in the first part of the show, Moses, let's get your predictions for TLC. Oh, God. oh no, no, he don't get to do it. I didn't get to do it last week. <laughs> yeah, but you weren't on the show at all last week. Yes, I was. Oh, yeah, you were. Why, yeah, why didn't you go back to it? <laughs> I don't I think know. It was, I think it's just because it was impact. I don't know. <laughs> 
that's why that's what I messaged. I, love it. I, I, I messaged you Sunday. I'm like, you posted that you won. I'm like, when the fuck was there a pay per view? I mean, like like we were saying, the impact schedule is so tough to keep track of. Yeah. Okay then, Moses. If you remember, you can post your predictions later on. Yeah, <laughs> makes it easy. But, but I will say this, Moses. You because you didn't miss it. Uh, your opponent for the oh, promo yeah. champion, the Phoenix. Ah, fantastic! First fantastic. time for the promo title with a longtime rival. That's that's exactly what I was hoping for. This is going to be good. This is going to be good. Well, then let me get a little thing out here real quick. So, Phoenix, check this out. I'm going to say this one time, one time only. And obviously, I'm talking directly at you. So, turn your fucking volumes up and your goddamn hearing aid. Bring your fucking paint. Bring the demon. Bring whatever the fuck you fucking need to bring, hombre. Because you got one shot at the king. You better not miss. That's always been one of my favorite lines. I know, and great. That's also a nice segue because CM Punk kind of made a few headlines this week as well on Renee's oral sessions. Fuck yeah. I mean, he's kind of give people hope of a return to the ring, basically. Big time. I'm, uh, I've been saying it forever. The guy wants to come back. You know, we, he wants to come back. Like you can feel it. He can feel it. The problem is, is Vince. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's like, dude, fuck them. Then go somewhere else. Like Tony Khan will gladly pay probably whatever you're going to ask. Go there. Be that extra shock factor. I think we've, um, all in. He was just being a little bit too stubborn because he was like, well, they haven't actually made me an offer. It's like, did you just fucking buy a ticket, asshole? Sit down. It, yeah, his, his like explanation They're not going to take care of you. His explanation was, you know, we're doing this thing. Uh, it's in Chicago, blah, blah, blah. But they didn't actually make me an offer. Whatever, asshole. Well, wasn't it like the the following week when he came out and returned with WWE for Fox. It wasn't long after, no. Um, but remember, he didn't have a contract with WWE. Well, he had a contract with Fox. We've just passed a year well, yeah. since he returned to Talking Smack. So, yeah, it was a few months later. Was it as a far few as months? I'm concerned, he is he has no contract status with anybody at this moment. I think Talking Smack kind of rekindled his love for wrestling, to be honest. I wouldn't blame yeah, it. more than but let's also talk about how he fucking buried everybody else and said that how Pat McAfee is the best goddamn promo in professional wrestling right now. <laughs> but he wasn't lying. No, he's not. It's because this is we do not allow guys originality anymore. We do not allow them to go out there and just cut a promo. We have to give them a motive, and it has to be along with this. Like, let them figure that out. That's what pro wrestling promos are about. You telling the fucking people your whole rigmarole story because that's how you because you built the match. It wasn't built on fucking writers telling you what to say and shit. Ric Flair didn't stand in front of fucking Tony Schiavone or whomever the hell the microphone. I'm trying to think of a fucking I think it was no, not Cornet. I don't know whoever gives a fuck. He wouldn't stand there and go ramble talking about his alligator shoes and all that shit just because somebody wrote it down for him. That was how he felt. And yeah, that's why his promos are so great because he always went off the wall. It's like, okay, dude, we're here to talk about wrestling. I got these alligator shoes. <laughs> okay. 
fuck it. <laughs> Let's go. All right, Jimmy Nail. Right, you know what I mean? <laughs> originality, baby. Just let him go out there and do it. I understand the whole, we can't say dead. Well, let him fucking say dead. Who gives a shit? Stop putting fucking restrictions on guys. Let them cut promos. Yeah. Uh, and that's the thing with Punk. He just tells it like it is. And I think no matter what, he'll always do that. And that's probably uh, probably why when he'll never go back to WWE, which is perfectly fine. Perfectly, I don't ever want to see him in WWE because it would be a waste. Such a waste. I want to see him go to Japan. Mm. And just go out there and just be like, what's up, Okada? Oh, my name it's fucking Punk. And just let's see who freaks out the most. I think Punk turning up in Japan would be bigger than Jer- Jericho when he turned up in Japan. I think so too. I think uh, fucking I think they Punk would know how to react. Up any damn where. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter where he goes. If he that's he not true. If he goes to Mexico, damn... people are gonna be like, eh? "No." I think we I mean, know for sure. White guys oh. and me. I think we can say for sure he's not gonna turn up in Impact. Yeah. Smart man. <laughs> Because, I don't know. That's, I mean, that seems to be the place right now. Punk, besides Punk AEW, hates Impact. Remember, he got into that yeah. fight with Sabu. <laughs> oh God! And, and the Teddy Hart fight too. Yeah, Teddy Hart, Sabu. Not a fan Punk, of the old team. Punk is kind of like Shivani. Yeah, I was there for one night, and then I left for like eighteen years. Yep, pretty much. Uh, another great paid ad spot this week, by the way, on Impact. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, it's Wait, time. okay. It's not. Wait, Sorry. Remember the, uh, did you guys see the Twitter exchange with Scott Demore and, uh, Tony Khan? No. I did not. <laughs> yeah, Travis, I'd send it. Travis. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, right here. Why so was Scott I... Demore, Scott Demore wrote, buying time on Impact on Access TV might be the first wise investments Tony Khan has made in the wrestling business. Keep it coming, kid. Love the fists tucked under the biceps look. Then Tony Khan wrote, yeah, you look great, buddy. Here's a different look for you, holding up the championship belt on a of a real network at a real pay per view, and it heads Tony Khan flexing. Nice. Ah, <laughs> uh, Tony Khan got some personality. If only he would put the personality in those paid spots. I mean, what do you mean? He's he kind of cocky in him. A little bit, but he's just I got feel... a little bit of the monotone. Yeah, uh, I feel like he, he could do a, a little bit better. So anyway, we were talking about my upcoming thing with the Phoenix. How long I got for that, by the way? Uh, that is on Next December twenty seventh. So you got ten I... days. Oh, okay, I can do that. Ten days till the maxis. Oh shit, man, that's coming around quick. And. And once again, final reminder, you have one week left to vote for the rest of the Maxis Awards, including Wrestler of the Year, Match of the Year, Tag Team, blah, 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 blah. And, of course, the prestigious new McMahon Award for Wanker of the Year. (laughs) Yeah, all right. And now it is time for us to tap out and bid you adieu. So before we go, like... Remember to like and follow Max Wrestling on Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube and follow us at Max Wrestling UK on Twitter and Instagram. We're also on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and Castbox. Castbox. And now Anchor.fm.
Yeah. I prepared myself this week. <laughs> Did you? I pulled the. I heard oh, Dad say Castbox, so I pulled the phone away. <laughs> it, it wasn't as long this week either. And if that wasn't enough, you can find us every week as well on Wrestling with Wrestling, which is Andre Corbeil's channel on YouTube. Uh, you can find me at the Captain Five One Two. You can find Travis at Walker underscore TA ninety two, and Twitch makes Vince's dick itch. So don't be a wanker and check out Anchor with Moses Marquez. That's right. Appreciate you. Make sure you're following Smart Mark Radio on all platforms of social media: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We are on the same locations as well. And throw in there some Apple po- or some Amazon podcasts if you want to get fancy. Bolt Rant stuff is dropping like crazy. Charger game is actually tonight, believe it or not. So make sure you check out the game preview. A lot of injuries on both sides. That'll be fun. Retro Rewind is back in full form to the point where I dropped two back-to-back episodes of Retro, and they both got 45 <laughs> listens in the first day and a half. Yeah. So thank God for that coming back. More Retros on the way. We're uh, on the way to, I keep saying this, in your house, mind games. I it's I swear I have a problem not hitting the save button. I just gladly admit that right now. And so my notes constantly go away, and I'm like, fuck, I have to constantly rewrite this. The easy thing is though, is I remember most of it, so I could just like, but there's key stuff I like to write down. Anyway, so <laughs> that's coming back with that. And then for those who are clamoring, because yes, it is almost January. I will be dropping a beginner's guide to. Wrestle Kingdom 14 because Ooh. it is definitely a fucking crazy one this year. We had there's going to be multiple title matches on both nights. It right now I will tell you the biggest match there is is uh Kota Ibushi and Tsuya Naito for the IWGP Heavyweight and Intercontinental Championship. Winner goes on to night 2 to face Jay White. The same thing goes with the junior title and the tag t- it's a fucking cluster. Now, I will admit it's not exactly like a New Japan Wrestle Kingdom card like it's been in the past, but it should be fun. So keep your eyes peeled out for that. It should be dropping before Christmas. Right. And there is a reason that we call him the podcast machine. Mike, who's been on the mic? Well, I got a couple things this week. Myself. And the horrible test taker that is Brittany Savage just did a new pop culture history podcast that just came out. I just put it on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram not too long ago. Uh, you guys can check out the LFC podcast with current reigning and defending oh, LFC, yeah. Danica Delarouche. Thank you. And you guys can also check out the latest edition of the Stephen Mike Show, which came back with myself and my co-host, Mr. Steve Nicopore, my best friend for life, Shake and Bake. And you can check me out on Twitter at SMShow1 or MCL92, pop underscore culture underscore pod for the Pop Culture History Podcast, LFC underscore pod, Impact Rewind for some Impact stuff, StephenMikeShow.com, SoundCloud.com, so MCLarkin92, get beauty, strength, and dominance, the three key elements to make women the work of art that they are on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Anchor, iHeartRadio, Google Play, wherever you get your audio platforms and podcasting needs, orgasms with the mellow accent, no diggity, no doubt, baby. And you could also check yourself out with the captain, Moses Marquez, Travis the Walker Anderson, Max Dressler podcast each and every week. And Daz and I just did a Netflix pod on Tom Cruise, baby. Help me, Tom Cruise, use your witchcraft on me. Tom Cruise, it was a good time talking the outsiders. The color of money, man, it is some good shiznit. You good men, you can't handle the truth, and you can't handle the Netflix podcast. Woo! Yeah, and this was before Tom Cruise uh, went nuts at a bunch of crew members. 
Rightfully so. Rightfully so. By the way, applaud the fuck out of that guy for that shit. He is just like, do you not understand? Like, we make fucking millions of dollars, bro. We can't get this shit done. He's like, there's people out there that can't feed their fucking families, dude. He was pissed. Oh, I fucking love it. <laughs> probably, probably the most. I was never like Tom a Cruise giant in years. Tom Cruise fan. I was never a giant Tom Cruise fan, but like when he came out with that, I was like, "Fuck this! I'm watching Top Gun." <laughs> well, I also look at it back in the day when, like Daz was talking about, before he went nuts. Like I still remember where that guy played the trick and joke, and they sprayed water in his face. Why would you do that? Why would you spray the water in my face? <laughs> like it's not that serious, Tom. Um, there was also another episode of Netflix. Uh, that we've already recorded coming on December 23rd, Christmas Eve, Eve, uh, where we basically just talk about Christmas movies. And yep. yes, it does include Die Hard. No, <laughs> And Star Wars. Star Wars. Oh. Yeah, Star Wars is always coming down on Christmas. Eh, yeah, true. Kind of. Kind of. I can't even Sorry. say there's no snow in Star Wars. <laughs> I, was gonna... uh, I would I would have accepted Harry Potter before Star Wars <laughs> as a Christmas movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, next okay. week is, of course, our Christmas Eve episode of Max Rassin, which is very unique, very special, because it is called A Taker's Carol, um, where we will kind of be looking at Undertaker's 30-year career, as well as a new version of A Christmas Carol featuring The Undertaker. Eh? Nice. Uh, again, that comes your way. Next week! Next week! Right, tell me why. <laughs> and with that being said, that is the bottom line. Goodbye. Mwah, and good night. Ooh, yeah. Here, Gazzles with the mellow accent. No diggity, no doubt. Yay, yay. <laughs> okay. Phoenix, I'm coming to burn out your flames.